we need to talk about your consistency. Now, I know, I know, it's not the sexiest topic as far as, you know, fat loss and all of that is concerned, but it's arguably the most important. Hell, if you go back over the 91 previous episodes of this podcast, you will see that the word consistency comes up quite a bit. And there's no grandiose secret as to why that is. As per the title of this episode, if you can't master consistency, you have nothing. To shed some light on that as far as everything, what I mean to add weight behind the power of being consistent with doing something repeatedly and unequivocally in spite of how you feel or the mood or ebbs and flows. Look at parenting for one. You don't end up with good kids if you're only disciplining them every now and then. Or if you're only praising them and rewarding them every now and then. Good kids come from when they know exactly where the line is, what is accepted and what is not, what is good behavior and what is not. And it's being consistent with both your praise and discipline in those areas that creates a good kid. Let's look at saving money. When we're looking to save money, it's great if we can make, you know, one transfer into the savings account and jobs are good. And but actually you accrue far more savings by being a consistent saver by each and every month putting away what you can some months more some months less but all of those consistent months add up to a big big difference look at your relationship if you only buy your partner a bunch of flowers or you know treat them every now and then or do a spontaneous gesture or make an effort every now and then you're not particularly going to have a very successful relationship are you relationships the love between two people and everything that goes along with it is built around being consistent consistent with who you are as an individual but also consistent in how you treat one another let's flip over to employment let's look at your job okay let's look at if you approached your job in an inconsistent manner what would happen you need to be dependable you need to show up to work consistently and you need to do your job consistently getting on with it being consistent this word's going to come up quite a bit by the way you need to make sure that you are reliable to do a good job and the work that you turn out be that in your workload or be that in the projects that you do are consistent now let's bring it to my realm of expertise a little bit more Let's talk about fitness, muscle building. You get in the gym, you lift weights, you create a hormonal stimulus and also create micro tears in the muscle, which then elicits a hypertrophic response. Your body has to repair those micro tears by your consumption of protein, which gets broken down into amino acids, which then repairs your muscle tissue and it grows slash gets stronger or both. That doesn't happen from just one workout it happens from many it's the reason i have classes for example and the reason those classes are consistent fitness is something which is built over time through consistently adhering and consistently applying the metric of progressive overload cardiovascular fitness is the same regardless of you know let's put the weights to one side if you want to improve your cardiovascular fitness you need to challenge your body your fitness will improve over time you will be able to walk further run further run faster 
the threshold, your ceiling of fitness will increase. But it doesn't increase through one workout. It increases over time through many workouts. A few years ago, I taught myself how to play guitar. And when I say a few years ago, I was 12. <laughs> so we're talking 22 years ago to be precise. And I taught myself how to play. I went on to very, very rudimentary websites at the time, uh, downloaded chord patterns, tabs, and watched the odd few videos. But to be honest, I didn't really use videos. Um, at that point, they weren't kind of the primary media, if you will. So it was more about beginning to understand it. And as much as these resources were beneficial, the most beneficial thing for me in terms of teaching myself to play, and again, like I said, never had a single lesson, was consistency. By picking up that guitar on a regular basis, by playing, by practicing, practice makes perfect, as they say, I got better. And not only did I learn the chords, but I learned the transition between chords. And then I learned strumming patterns and it evolved there for me to then be able to play songs and write songs and be able to play around with songs. And all of that came from simply picking up the guitar every single day and practicing. And I guess perhaps maybe that's the word. Maybe that's the word that I don't use enough. Maybe that's the word that I should start using when I'm talking about tracking on my fitness power or NutriCheck, being aware of the calories you're consuming. Maybe it's the, the word that I should use as far as, you know, your exercise or your, you know, your mindset. Maybe instead of using the word consistency, I should use the word practice. The more you practice, the better you will become. And there's an old saying, you have to be a beginner before you can be anything else. And this goes for your skills and hobbies as well, regardless of what you enjoy doing. You have to practice and be consistent with practicing to get better at it. Skills, even things like weightlifting, to be fair, is, is a skill. And to get better at that skill, your brain has to get used to a pattern, a motor engram, if you will. And it must get used to repeating that pattern over and over and over again till it becomes autonomous. Whenever I pick up a guitar nowadays, I'm not thinking about my strumming pattern. I'm not thinking about where what finger goes where. I just do it. My hands naturally form the chord. My other hand naturally strums in a fluid pattern. Habits, autonomy all come into play through consistency. And, of course, let's focus on health while we're here. In order to be healthy, we need to consistently look after our body, not just occasionally. We need to make sure that we are mindful of doing the things that our body needs to be in tip-top condition. And I use health as far as medication is concerned as well. For those of you with conditions out there, you know, if you want to cure a headache, yeah, take one paracetamol or whatever, and it's a one-time thing, headache goes away. But if you want to stop yourself getting regular headaches, you drink more often, you reduce your stress level. But again, like I said, let's talk about those of you with certain conditions. It's about consistently taking your medication. It's about consistently monitoring your condition. You can't just pick it up and put it down whenever you feel like it because that's when bigger health issues come around. So even when it's down to your health consistency is important and so you're beginning to now hopefully build up a picture seven eight minutes in that if you cannot master being consistent you have nothing 
So at this stage, okay, Moisey, cheers for the eight minutes of reminders of the importance of practice and consistency. That's brilliant. Thank you very much. But how? How do I become more consistent? Uh, you know, perhaps you've identified now, fuck, this is where I'm going wrong. It's not about the intensity. It's not about the approach per se. It's not about, you know, doing something occasionally. It's about doing something consistently. So cool. Thank you. I get it now. How? Well, I'm going to give you a few rules, a few tips, and they're going to be built around things that I've personally done slash do, ways in which you can ensure that you are consistent yourself. Now, these aren't necessarily in order, and if you're listening to this with the ability to make notes, be it you're walking along, grab your phone, grab your notes section, we'll find that make some notes as we go as well. Number one, create some rules. I've spoken a million times at this point about my training rule, about building momentum. And so when it comes to my own training, if I miss two days in a row, I know that I naturally lose momentum. So my rule is I'm not allowed to have two rest days in a row. It fucking works wonders. And it also doesn't work wonders when I don't adhere to it. If I take two days off, fucking hell, it is a real, real drive, real big shove to get myself back in the gym on day three. But if I only have one day off, such as yesterday, I didn't train, then this morning I'm enthused. I'm ready to go again. I'm excited for it. So not just when it comes to your exercise, but in all walks of life, your nutrition, your mindset, your exercise, your activity, create rules. Okay, create rules, create fundamentals, which must be adhered to. Could perhaps add a structure into that too, which brings me quite nicely into point number two, which is be organized. Whether that is laying out your stuff the night before, pre-logging on your app, whether that is meal prep, whether that is shopping, it doesn't matter. How the hell can you expect to set yourself up for success if you're not organized? I see most people screw things up because they are reacting to their day. They just fall into their day and think that progress, adherence and all that jazz is going to just come to them, just fall in their lap. But that's not the case. You need to be organized. Some of, some of you are to a more kind of, uh, what's the word, specific degree. But in, in all cases, a level of organization is key. Whether that is literally ruthlessly anal with every element um, or not. But sustainability where that's concerned is key. If you're going to be organized, you need to take a sustainable approach to said organization to make sure that it's something that sticks around. Number three, remove the obstacles. This quite nicely goes hand in hand with number two, such as when I get up in the morning, I'll make sure that all my clothes are put away so I haven't don't have any physical obstacles. Uh, I will lay out my gym kit the night before. Uh, I will make sure I've got everything ready to go as far as my water bottle, my morning coffee. The minimal amount of obstacles I can have in my way, the better. You know, silly little things, especially when you're getting up in the morning, can really get in your way. And I know I've touched on this previously, but it's a point which is worth reiterating. Remove things which you know are going to become excuses. Ah, I can't go to the gym because of X. I can't do this because of Y. It goes hand in hand, as I said, with organization. But remove obstacles which you know you will use as an excuse. Number four, autonomy and make it easy. Autonomy being things like ensuring that any habits that you can build up as far as getting used to stuff is is in play. Uh, I touch on tracking once again, making sure that you've got this automatic habit each evening of pre-logging your food the night before. 
again, like I said, it goes hand in hand with organizations. So I suppose arguably I could have grouped these three under one, but also make adherence easy. I speak about flexible dieting, but that doesn't mean you have to be super, super flexible. If lunch for you is just a grab and go, then don't be flexible. Keep it linear. Keep it autonomous. That way you know where you stand each and every day by a certain point, and it makes adherence far easier. Which brings me nicely into point five, which is be realistic. Don't expect to suddenly change your entire attitude and ethos overnight. If you're a lazy fucker, you're still a lazy fucker waking up on day one of your program. And guess what? You're still a lazy fucker waking up on day 56 of your program. My point is, understand and know yourself. And be realistic about what is actually adherable for you. Have a look at what you can actually stick to, especially when, you know, think of a week where the shit hits the fan. Draw from experience. Look look and think of the worst week that you can think of and use that as a metric going forwards to ensure that, you know what, if I can get it done on that week and create a realistic approach which is based around the shittest, busiest week I can think of, then I'm going to find it pretty damn simple to adhere on a week which is not quite as crazy. Number six, enjoy the process. Don't exercise or do forms of exercise that you don't enjoy. There will be elements which are a means to an end because let's be around the bush. Who the, or not be around the bush, I should say. Who the fuck enjoys tracking their calories? Nobody does. Okay, we enjoy the control. We enjoy the outcome. But we don't enjoy the process itself. We do need to understand that in some case, you know, some elements or some areas, we're not going to enjoy it. We can't expect to enjoy fucking everything that we do. That's unrealistic in every walk of life. You know, nobody enjoys saving money instead of spending it, do they? But my point is that enjoy the process. Embrace the process. Recognize there is a process. There is a journey. And it's one which must be adhered to. And it's one that's going to ebb and flow with your enthusiasm and your mood and its difficulty level. But you need to embrace it. You need to enjoy it. You cannot just be outcome, 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 results, results, results all the time. You need to focus on embracing and enjoying the journey itself. I enjoy the outcome of lifting weights to see my muscles get stronger, adapt, etc. But I do also enjoy the training. Yes, it's a fucking graft to get going in the first place. But once the wheels are turning, yeah, I do enjoy it. Number seven, remember your goal. So often we could get blinded by the process, blinded by what we need to do, that we forget the reason we're doing it. We begin to get bogged down by, oh, I don't want to track my calories anymore, or oh, I don't want to do this anymore, and we forget that that shit is a means to an end. Of course, we don't want to do it. That's not really the point in us doing it. Like I said, enjoy the process, yes, but recognize that there's going to be some graph, some discipline. There's going to be some effort, some willpower required. Regardless of what approach you're taking, you can make the approach as easy as possible, but it's still going to require you to be reminded of your goal to remember why you're doing it, especially in your darkest of hours where you really, really don't want to. And finally, remember the science. Remember the importance of consistency. When you're thinking about diving into the biscuit tin or you're thinking about just saying fuck it and either not tracking your calories, not being mindful of them or just kicking the ass out of whatever food is in front of you that you're craving at the time. Remember what it's all about. Tell yourself, Moisey, it's about consistency. 
It's not about one day. This is ever more prevalent when it comes to stepping on the scales. It's not about one weigh-in. It's not about doing it for a day or two, stepping on the scales and going, what the fuck, why, have not, why has nothing changed? It's because shit changes over time. You need to give your body a chance to do its thing. But remind yourself and say to yourself, Moisey, it's about the consistency. You don't have to say Moisey, obviously. It's not about one day. It's about many. It's about building up the full jigsaw puzzle, not just about one individual piece. And that is it, ladies and gents. Thank you for listening. Relatively short one this time around, but, you know, why fill it with a shitload of fat that we don't need, okay? Remember the importance of consistency. Remember in every walk of life how important it is, and hopefully there's a few little tidbits and tips, I guess, in here to remind you and show you how you could be more consistent. You'll probably have a load more that you'll add onto your list, your own things that you'll discover about yourself, your adherence, your flaws, your weaknesses, strengths, etc., that you will use to ensure that you are consistent. But either way, ensure that that is the case. Consistency is a fundamental. And if you are not consistent, you will not achieve anything in life. And so, folks, it's important to remember to accept all of the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to focus on the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. You can't change the shittiness that gets thrown at you from a day-to-day perspective, but you can control how you respond to it. Yes, you're going to get challenges along this journey. You're going to get trials and you're going to be tested. And it's important to recognize that it is being consistent with that journey, which is what yields the results. Rome wasn't built in a day to leave you with, I guess, one final analogy folks i'll see you on 93 and as always if you're enjoying this podcast make sure you leave me a review on uh, apple podcasts a rating and a review and of course if you can head over to spotify and give us a little rating on there if you're listening on spotify of course you don't have to do both um but also i am always curious about your feedback from this podcast what you've taken away from them what you thought of them and of course if you have any tips and topics you would like me to cover in the future drop me an instagram message at chris Moyes and yeah let me know what you would like to hear and let me know what you thought see you on the next one toodles